I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files today. Allison. It's about haunted children. It's about ghost boys. Oh, you know, we have been talking about how I feel like this season, The X-Files, is pandering to us. Yes. Um, If you're going to pander to you and me, Allison and Courtney of The Double X-Files, what would you use? Ghost children. <laughs> Absolutely. Specifically, a toe-headed boy, ghost boy, <laughs> who is in fact wearing Oshkosh Pagosh. With a distinctly haunted look about him. <laughs> the thousand mile stare. <laughs> boy. I'm interested to see what you act like what you think about this episode because last episode, yeah. we actually really liked. We did. We did like that episode. Uh, it was rated a three. Yeah. And both you and I had a little discussion about before we watched this episode whether or not we think should we do we want this episode to be bad <laughs> or do we want like just a streak here is uh the way that i will sum up how i feel about this episode okay was it a good episode of television no did i enjoy watching it yes, yes. <laughs> yeah but you could say that about any reality tv series you want but i rarely say it about the x-files that's true that is very true um, I don't know what, like, I feel like we're going to run out of hate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If this is the way it keeps going, we've been asking for, like, like a good episode every, I don't know, give us a good episode every four episodes. Yeah. That keeps us alive. Um, this has been pretty good. Yeah. Like, all, we're on episode five now? Yeah. This has been pretty this good. definitely had some of the hallmarks of an irritating X-Files oh, episode. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think... Just based on the parts that were pandering to us that we definitely enjoyed. Like, it was just fun to watch. Yeah, it was good. Why don't you give us the description, Addison? Okay. We watched Season 8, Episode 5, Invocation. Here's the description. Scully and Doggett investigate the reappearance of a boy who has not aged since the day he was kidnapped ten years ago. Okay, I like this. Yeah. This would be an X-Files episode that we would have written. Yeah. A forever boy? A forever boy. <laughs> we love it. We also start in um what I assume to be the parking lot of the JC Pennies. Yeah. <laughs> because that's the only place you have a pony a little pony express there. Yeah. A little pony rides. Did you have is this a like a solely Americana thing? Or did you have like mall? carnivals um yeah we did like um every like once a year in the summer yeah this little carnival would come and set up right beside the sketchy hotel and the superstore <laughs> that's very good in a big dirt patch and yeah. yeah and they would just set up all their rides and their games and stuff yeah and then you're like and then they move on to the next city yeah i wonder what that circuit is like I wonder what the modern-day carny circuit is like. Oh, gosh. Right? Yeah. To live that life. Just staffed by a bunch of bored teenagers. Oh, boy. I uh, I went to, for summer vacation, went to the Washington State Fair. Yeah. In it is so large. <laughs> it is so big. We went, we did t- a full 12 hours there. Oh, my God. Yeah, and most of it was eating, uh, but we petted all the animals. We saw all the crafts. There was Ooh. a whole, Allison, the crafts. 
were out of control. I wish I could have seen. The, the, it, the whole section was Walla Walla quilts. Mm. There was a whole egg art section. Ooh, okay. You could win best in show for your best egg art. Like you paint an egg? Oh, it was paint. It was wax. It was making small creatures out of them. <laughs> it was just like, make an egg art. That's wild. It was great. Um, it's my favorite fair, I think, of all time. Cool. Um, but the people running the fair are like a, a, a like an institution, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, they're not own, they're not, they're hired out. I guess contractors, they're hired yeah. out by the fair itself. So there are, there's four roller coasters at this. Oh, fair. shoot. One stays there. One is a wooden roller, co- roller coaster. The other three get built there. Mm-hmm. So that adds to the scariness of the roller coaster. <laughs> one is literally an upside down roller coaster. Oh my God. That gets built. It gets built there. Yup. Ooh. Uh, we went on all four of them because we're, you know, that's how we roll. Uh, the wooden roller, roller coaster. coaster is not as good as ours at the peony, meaning it has padding and it doesn't throw you around as much. <laughs> but like, as all good roller coasters, you should have like a height limit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, height yeah, limit yeah. was about like I'd say five foot. Okay, right. So I I just make it. On you could there. just. I think you'd be okay. Maybe it was like four or five. Uh, but there were literally six year olds just. <laughs> They were waving them on. Oh, my God. And there was two, like, little kids right in front of us, and we put our, like, the bar down on our laps. Yeah. They put the bar down on their laps. It didn't reach their laps, (laughs) Allison. Oh, no. These children were being flung around. They were just going to fly right out. I'm surprised there had been no deaths. (laughs) That you know of. That I know of. Maybe that's why... Interesting. Maybe that's why there are so many ghost children running around. Yeah, I mean, could be. Um, I would, I, I think this is the same situation. That though. makes sense. Okay. So you have pony rides. You got a slide, a slide. Do swing, they, you got a big swing set. A swing set. Uh, you got, you got all the things that carnivals had. Ponies. A swing set? Uh huh. Like cotton candy. Yeah. A teeter totter? A very pregnant woman. A very pregnant woman. You know, all carnivals have at least one very pregnant woman. There is a toe-headed boy and he's on the swings and he's like, Mama, look at me. <laughs> and she's like, wait, I'm pre- I'm pregnant. Just be, just, you know. And then he disappear. Yeah, he does. There's a shifty looking guy in the crowd behind him. Yeah. And, uh, and then he does a swing and then he swing again. He's not there. He not there. He disappeared. Now, this flashes forward to 10 years later, uh-huh. where it's almost as if it's like, um, you know what? We know if you like drink too much, party too much, you do too many drugs, and all your friends get together. Yeah. And they're like, An we need intervention. To- intervention. This is like a boy intervention. It was a boy intervention. <laughs> they called the lady who is no longer pregnant. She yeah, has a 10-year-old boy. There was a 10-year-old boy named Josh. Yeah. And uh, they're like, we have something to tell you. And they separate. And there is Billy, the small boy. Just on the swing set. Like, facing away from her. Yeah. So it's, like, just the most dramatic way they could have possibly set it up. Uh-huh. And then she runs around, he's out swinging, and she sees it's her son, and he hasn't aged a day. Now, let's talk about the eyes. Uh, yeah. I mean, the minute I saw him, I said, this boy is haunted. Yeah. Uh, because that is just how he looks. He's got... It's like... It's as if they put the bags of a 
uh, queer millennial, <laughs> queer millennial, um, 32 year old who, um, you know, works three jobs. They put those bags under this kid's eyes. They sure did. Yeah. He's got that thousand mile stare. It's very familiar to me uh, personally. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's your birthday soon, huh? Yeah. What are you hitting? I'm going to hit the old three, two. You know, I did the three, two. How'd you feel about Not it? Not great. Okay. <laughs> 32 is my favorite number. Oh. And so I remember growing up, I remember when I reach 32, I'm going to make that the best year. I did not. You've not done that. I was literally ill with a mystery <laughs> illness for six months of it. Oh. Uh, and the rest, my back hurt. So <laughs> 32 fucking sucks. Fuck that. Okay. Maybe I'll just skip it or I'll just do 31 again. You can do 31 again. I'm yeah. going to try that 33. Okay. I'll see how it is. Yeah, ends. let me know. You stick with 31. <laughs> or switch around 13. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Huh? Sounds good. Back I'm, in middle school. Give me 13 again. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I'll buy you pizza pockets. <laughs> get you the new Skechers. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, so... Now we have a mystery. Yeah, we do. We've got a mystery. So Scully and Doggett get called in to see this boy who's yeah. not aged a day since yeah. he's been taken, since he was taken 10 years previously. No one here has a very specific set of skills. No. Um, but Doggett, he's oh going to get to the bottom of the fucking mystery. At first, I thought this was he he was pulling a Mulder. Yeah. Or the one thing I hate is when Mulder tries to talk to children like he understands children. Yeah. That is the weirdest thing to me as someone who exclusively works with children, seeing someone not good at talking to children, <laughs> talking to children. So Dog is in and he's like, I don't worry, you're not it's the person who took you is bad. And I'm like, Oh, come on. Like this is bleh. And then Doggett starts playing hardball. He pulls out the little dinosaur backpack that this kid had and lost at the park. He's like, hey, remember this? The kid, like, reaches for it. He's like, ah, 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 he tell me who away. took you. <laughs> he takes it away. And he backhands the kid. And everyone's very upset. <laughs> so Scully goes in. He's like, you can't. This boy is, this boy is, you can't. What I like about Doggett. In this episode, is that it doesn't matter how much spooky shit is going on. Yeah. He's going to solve a mystery. Yeah. Because that's what he's there to do. He is a competent investigator, and he is going to do his job. And maybe that's why we enjoy him, because for eight, nine, ten seasons that we've seen of The X-Files, they just don't solve the crime. Yeah, they're just quite bad at it, is the thing. <laughs> they touch things. They forget. Once a kid is dead, the crime is over, apparently. Yeah, but no one actually cares about getting to the bottom no. of anything. But Doggett's like, no, I'm going to fucking solve this mystery. I don't give a shit about the spooky stuff. It's yeah. like, this kid, I don't know what happened to this kid, but I don't care. I'm going to find out who kidnapped He's him. He's got to fucking talk. And I'm going to fucking rip apart his dinosaur backpack. I'm going to... Bad cop, this haunted child. <laughs> um, so finally, instead of, you know, sending this kid to, like, a counselor, mm -hmm. they send him right home. They take him right home. I don't know what the deal is. Like, if you were kidnapped, I assume, I don't know. They usually do some kind of, like, assessment. Yeah. I remember, the only thing I remember is, um, do you know the book The Room? Yeah. Yeah. Or the movie, too. Yeah. That that went through that sort of thing. Because, you know, the people who go through that are, like, tr 
it's tra- like it's very p- traumatic. You and are now, probably gonna have PTSD. After you that are one. talking about room and not the room. Oh, which one is the room? Now is that the one with Tommy Wiseau? Oh, you're killing no. <laughs> Yes, I also mean that one. Okay. I, I mean, that was traumatizing for everyone. <laughs> um, Lisa, you're killing me. <laughs> so the little boy goes home. Yeah. And he's like, and the parents are like, you have a new little brother who's actually bigger than you. He's 10. And then there's a dog. And the dog says, uh, he haunted. <laughs> this boy's haunted. <laughs> Don't bring him in here. Now, that's the only point we see the dog. Yeah. And you called this, too. You're like, that dog's going to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs know about ghosts. They sure do. Like, my dog, the number of times he's turned around to stare at the corner of the room, where I assume the ghost stands, are plentiful. Yeah. And it terrifies That's what me. I love about cats. Cats just don't give a shit. No, they don't. Cats are the dogged of this equation, which is <laughs> ironic if you think about it. Um, One time... My dog, he heard people outside, and he started howling like a ghost. No, He doesn't howl. He goes, ooh. <laughs> he is literally a ghost. A little <laughs> ghost dog. It was awful. Uh, dog hates, the dog hates the Honda child, and that should be the first clue. The second clue is how this kid stares at his little brother. Oh, God, he's so haunted. It's so sad. It's, um, it's scary. Yeah. Now... Here's here's when we lost our shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's nighttime. Yeah. They tuck Billy the ghost child in. They don't know he's a ghost child. Billy gets up right away, goes to his big brother's place. What's the big brother called? Josh. Josh. The we think, uh oh, what's gonna happen? The carapans down. Billy has a Bowie knife. He does. He hears his parents and his dad's like, this kid ain't right. And his mom's like, just don't worry about it. And we cut back to his eyes and he's staring there, haunted. And then we <laughs> pan down, he's got a big ass fucking Bowie knife in his hand. And we were like, what? The X-Files ain't fucking around, It's Allison. not fucking around anymore. <laughs> They're going to get down to business. <laughs> They're like, this kid's got a knife. <laughs> Like, previous seasons, you'd be like, uh-oh, this kid, there's something weird about him. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But season eight, this kid's got a fucking knife. He's gonna shank a bitch. <laughs> Gee. So, in in retrospective, this is all about Ghost Boy wanting people to solve his crime. Yeah, in a real fucking weird way. Yeah. In a real threatening way. Hey, if you turn into a ghost, a g-g-g-g-g-ghost... Don't be, like, threatening about yeah, it. it's not really, like, because you're really making it seem like you maybe want to kill your brother. Yeah. And maybe I don't think like, you do. Maybe, because so, the ghost, so the ghost knife, the knife that he had, that the ghost child had, it was, it had his blood on it. Yeah. So, so this was probably the murder weapon. Yeah. 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 That he's like, look, I found it. Here, brother, take this to the police. <laughs> brother take up arms for me <laughs> yeah he stabs the knife into the bed where his brother is sleeping and his brother has the blood on him and the knife has the blood on him you could just like leave a sticky note yeah just put it on the ground and just leave a little sticky note and say I, I, bad I was, I was moitered i was moitered please solve please solve. maybe there's ghost rules yeah can't talk 
Number one, can't talk. Number two, thousand mile stare. No emotion whatsoever out of your eyes. Number three, gotta have knife. Number three, a knife. Number four, don't want to get picked up. No. Because <laughs> the mom wanted to pick him up like a small chihuahua a couple times and he kind of wiggled out of <laughs> he it. He did not like he it. He hated it. Um, so Mulder and, uh, oh, fuck me. No. They didn't even mention Mulder this I know, episode. I know, I loved it. Or the last episode, and I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doggett and Scully show up, and then, <laughs> this is my favorite part, they're looking at the knife. Yeah. And then, uh, some of this, they, the, one of them points out that there's a weird symbol on it. Yeah. And the cop who's there is like, yeah, I was gonna mention that, cause it's, uh, kinda weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes, you're correct. <laughs> It's kind of weird. That's a textbook weird, uh, weird symbol there. Uh, sorry I didn't put that out there. Oh boy. We, uh, so the one thing that Doggett says is he, he's like, I'm gonna fucking solve this crime. This yeah. is a crime. Fuck this supernatural bullshit. A child, there, there was a kidnapping, possibly a murder. I'm gonna solve it. So he opens up files from a uh, juvie. Yeah. Which is illegal. Yeah. And um, Scully's like, you broke a law. And it's like, okay, get off your high horse. Jesus. Uh, so he's gonna, he wants to talk to this guy who was, now it's, this is kind of weird because was he, I guess he was never investigated. Well, what's wild is that, yeah, like he's someone that was at the crime scene and, but the, Earlier in the episode, the cop says to Doggett, we didn't even have a suspect. Which is like, I don't think you can do that. Yeah. Right? I don't know that you can... No. No. Like, you would just, at least... You really can't, like, shut down a case without investigating any suspects. (laughs) Well... Child's gone. Just disappeared at this park full of people that we're uh, not going to investigate. No thumbprints, no fingerprints... Uh, they go call it a day. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> There's so much crime happening. Oh, people are mean to me because I'm a cop. <laughs> uh-huh. So Doggett is going to go talk to this guy. Oh. Um, I would describe him, and I think I described him to you as a really bad wax figure of Johnny Depp. Yeah. So this guy was like a teenager at the time that Billy was taken. Yeah. With a capital T. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and now he's much older. He's got some real roof, uh, sort of facial hair. He went from, he went from, I wouldn't know, like 16, 17. Yeah. To 27, and it don't look good on him. He's got a necklace that's just made of, like, chrome anal beads. Steel ball necklace. <laughs> oh, God. Remember when masculine jewelry? Yeah. Like, okay, so Claire's opened up. And yeah. they're like, we got, we got them, we got them femme jewelry. Yeah. We gotta give something for the, for the, for the dudes. Yeah. So Hot Topic's like, I got you. Steel ball jewelry and steampunk glasses. And big chains. And big wallet chains. <laughs> for your duct tape wallet that you made. Yep, that was junior high. That was me in junior high. <laughs> Puka shell necklace, maybe. <laughs> um, so Doggett is basically, his whole angle is, why don't you go talk to Billy? Let's see what happens. Yeah, you go, you go talk to Billy with your giant jeans. Yeah, those jeans are big. They were wide as hell. Uh, and, uh, this guy don't wanna. He doesn't want to. He's, and he's not into it. I guess Doggett can't make him. No. Um, let's see. What happens next? Oh, this, there is a series <laughs> of spook em ups. Yeah. Where they take Billy somewhere. <laughs> they 
place him there. They close the door, and oops, he gone. And where is he? Behind he brother. <laughs> so they're supposed to take him to like a institution. Yeah. Um, under Skelly's advice. Yeah. And Doggett's like, I don't know. He's been through so much. Just let him be with his family. Yeah. Okay. He did. He, once you leave a knife in someone's bed. Yeah. Maybe you need a little bit. <laughs> um, at least a counselor at that point. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so they put him in the car and his dad's like, oh, fine, but this son is bad and I don't like him <laughs> and he's going to hurt the other son and I don't care for it. And then, uh, he gets in the front seat and he looks back where's Billy's not there. Yeah. Where's Billy? Oh. Standing directly behind his brother. Jesus. <laughs> if you are a ghost who needs retribution for the crime that was committed on you, do not do a spook <laughs> There's no time for that. <laughs> okay, so you're a haunted boy. I am a, currently a haunted child. You yes. want someone to solve your murder. Yeah. What do you do? I would like, uh, at least, I, you'd have to be a little lighthearted, yeah. right? I assume he can't write anything down. Like, I, I'm sure you can't leave a note. Well, no, but you could always do the, like, mirror steam trick. You could do the opposite mirror st- steam trick, yeah. right? Just, but then leave some of your letters backwards because you're just a child. I would. I assume I would be like, okay, everyone loves breakfast. True. I would take like my Eggo waffles <laughs> and I would, I would put them into strips and I would just like put a little arrow towards me and I would write ghost. <laughs> and I would just put my hands up in the air like, huh? Huh? Me? Ghost? <laughs> or just say murdered. Murdered. With an arrow. Me. Murdered. Me murdered. Me murdered. Please help. Ghost boy, please. <laughs> Lego Miego. I would just hope that my parents would be, like, acknowledge that, you know, this isn't my beautiful son. <laughs> right? Something's wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would probably spell it out in breakfast food. I like that. What I would think you that's do? Great. Would you do the, the mirror? Yeah, I would do steam? the mirror steam. I would leave some letters backwards just for, that's for creepy. cuteness. But that's spooky. No, but as kids, that's what you're a little boy. That's how you spell. I know, but that's spooky. That's like Freddy Krueger shit right there. Okay, but I would, okay, so I would write like, hey, you up? Question mark. <laughs> Got murdered. Please. I, I sure did. Solve. I just, I don't know, is what's holding Billy back, like, he, ghosts can't, aren't literate? <laughs> I hope not. I don't know. Are ghosts, ghosts just forget English? Like, ghosts forget their language? I think maybe if he speaks, it's going to come out in a weird 17-year-old voice. Or maybe it's a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he has to use, like, a movie. Maybe, okay, here's the thing. You uh, go to Blockbuster. You choose a movie with a lot of child murder in it. <laughs> you put it in the VCR. You're like, eh? 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 So what does this boy do next? Okay, so, gosh. I think the next thing is when he gets in the car with the the teen boy, right? No, I think it is it the psychic. Oh, the psychic. What happens with the psychic? Okay, so there's a psychic. They bring in the psychic who uh, consulted when... Um, when the boy was first gone missing. Yeah. Cause she, um, I guess had the same symbol, had mentioned yes. the same symbol. And so they bring her back to meet with Billy. And when she does, she's like, this boy's haunted. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, your boy, 
Ma'am, your boy is haunted. <laughs> He's deeply, deeply haunted. We got a whole poltergeist situation here, and it's your boy. <laughs> um, uh, and then she's like, I'm feeling a lot of energy around missing boys, and it's coming through you, and you po- she points at Doggett. So Doggett does have a picture of a beautiful, beautiful, I would say... He's probably, like, 11, 12. Yeah. Uh, you know, those, like, spunky kids with a cool little smirk and a cool little hairdo. Um, so, X-Files, you don't, you don't need, you don't need a tragic backstory for all of your, uh, <laughs> lead male characters. It's so true. Um, we get the sister thing had a lot of play, like, I'd say seven seasons of it. It's over. We don't have to do it anymore. More play than necessary, right? some might say. So why are you going to fridge a little kid <laughs> for the benefit of Doggett, who's a fucking badass anyway? I would have loved Doggett without a fridge boy. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, me too. And you know why? Because Doggett is DTF, down to find a murderer. <laughs> Maybe he's just like, he likes to detect. <laughs> Just likes to. Maybe he likes to solve crimes. You don't have to, like, uh, your boy's dead. <laughs> now you love crime. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah. Um, so the psychic goes, goes, oh, she goes apeshit. Yeah. She, she has, starts, like, a weird seizure and uh, starts talking in tongues. She starts, uh, Missy Elliotting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, she got a real weird symbol in her forehead. Yeah, her veins bu- in her forehead Boy, bulge out into that same symbol. That's gross. It's pretty messed I up. I hated it. Uh, so, so Scully and Doggett have a conversation in the car and Scully basically is like, this is spooky. Mm-hmm. And Doggett's like, I don't fucking care if it's spooky. A boy is a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Something's weird with boy this is boy. haunted. Um, and so Scully plays back the messages. Yeah. They're, sorry, the um, psychic talking in tongues. Yeah. And it's a song. Yeah, it's a singing, a boy singing That's song. real creepy. That's pretty creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Doug is like, a crime. A, a crime has been done. Here. I don't care, spooky. Yeah. A crime. I don't care, spooky. Uh, and he sees the crime man himself, um, wax figure of a bad Johnny Depp. Uh, and he runs after him in the car, and he looks in the car, and he sees, oh, there's Billy. It's Billy. Uh, and everyone's surprised to see that ghost child in, because he, <laughs> that rapscallion was supposed to be tucked in bed. Um, so do- there's a car chase. Scully drives. Mm-hmm. The car. The car. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, she corners this, this bad man, and they pick him up, and there's no Billy. Yeah, after the Billy chase. Yeah. Uh, then we see that Billy's dad yes. has pulled up to Dale's Food and Gas. Yes, because he's taking his, one would argue, better, more alive son away from this. <laughs> Less haunted son. Yeah. Um, and he goes in to get some food and or gas, and Josh sees a, a pony. And a man leading said pony into a little pony trailer. Yeah. And he says, Dad, can I? Oh. And then his dad's not there. So he gets out anyways. <laughs> Is there, like, an age that is very specifically bewitched by ponies? Oh, absolutely. Is it, like, age, uh, like, zero to, what are you talking about? Like, like up to 11, I 11? Think. Yeah. You're 12, you're like, fuck a pony. 12, as soon as you start smelling that those uh, hormones coming off your body, oh. I think you're no longer interested in ponies. And maybe ponies are no longer interested in you. I would say that's accurate. They're, they'll kick you. Yeah. You got you, you horny for something? Mm-mm-mm. You got to graduate from ponies to horses. Oh. Oh. It's, uh, 
<laughs> Wait, I don't know horses, what I was saying. <laughs> are horses the more horny version of a pony? Well, they're just more adult. A stallion. Ooh, they're more adult. They are. Like, they're, like, veiny. Yeah, they're very muscular. And shiny. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I, <laughs> <laughs> you see a horse, you're like, Damn! So it's like when, you remember when, oh, fuck, what was that movie about horses? A cartoon movie with something, Age of the Stallion? Cimarron. Yeah. Stallion of the Cimarron. <laughs> uh-huh. The horses, like, didn't talk. They were just horses, right? Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah, were just yeah, yeah. horses. They were just horses. Like, so 12 and up, they're like, oh, I feel something. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? That's when, a ho- you know, you have a horse girl. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're, there's a moment where they're like, well, I love ponies. And then it's like. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are horses the sexiest animal? Are horse girls horny? Well, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I read, the, read those, like, horse books. Yeah. For a while. I did. You know what? I did ride horses yeah. as a preteen slash teen. And having, like, that big... That big beast under there. You know what? There is a... Betwixt your legs. You're not wrong. (laughs) Especially when you're riding bareback. Oh, no. Because then that spine gets right up in there. Oh, (laughs) no. Allison, we need to go to jail. (laughs) This is very close to bestiality, and I am not as comfortable with it (laughs) as I thought I was going into the bit. It just... We were careening. You got really upset. I did. I guess the body is... You separate the... The the metaphor of the horse yeah. from the actual horse. Well, oh. <laughs> that is a thing though about riding bareback. If you yeah. have a if you have a vagina, a vagina, and a clitoris, yeah, is that you're sitting right on the horse's spine, yeah, in, in such a way where it just regularly kind of slams up it's, against that part of you. It's like when I ride the washing machine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the poor man's horse. The washing machine. <laughs> it costs 50 cents. You put it in and then you have, you know, 60 minutes of fun. Yep. And you're a little sore after. It's like a magic fingers, but, you know. <laughs> but it's a dual action because you can dry yeah. your clothes, too. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Josh is now pony napped. Yeah. He's, okay, so he's trying, he, he's walking around the trailer and then he sees the pony and he goes, pony? Yeah. And then uh, hands from inside grab him and pull him against the trailer and, and he gets it's, pony nap. And it's not a, it's not the ghost boy. Yeah. Because ghost boy is non-corporeal. No, it, is, it was the ghost boy. Was it the it? ghost boy? No, I think it was the guy. Oh, was it the guy? Because he was tied up and put in the cage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost yeah, boy yeah. can't do that. That's true. Ghost boy wants the opposite. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he wants yeah. him to solve his moiter. Yeah. Um, okay, so, and then the, um, uh, Doggett finally gets to play bad cop. Yes. With, finally. um, with this guy, Rudy, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and he is like, tell me everything. And Rudy takes a hell of a long time, but he does eventually crack. Yeah. Um, and explains that his mom's lover, is the man with the ponies. His stepdad. Yeah. And he is the one doing the child steals. And, yeah. uh, in fact, this boy with the Jinkos was, uh, trying to help Billy and he sang to him and he tried to make him less afraid. Yeah. I, you know what I did appreciate? What? Um, didn't go into the, like, the breadth of the crime. Yeah. 
the kind of grossness of like, okay, well, this boy is kid. You kidnapped this boy for the, your stepdad. Well, yeah. I'm glad they didn't get into that ickiness because that's. And I also like that we didn't have to listen to Rudy talk about it. Yeah. Like instead, it just shows Doggett staring him down until he finally breaks, but we don't hear what he says after he breaks. It just yeah. cuts straight to the pony farm. Yeah, that's. Thanks, X-Files. I did appreciate that. You're doing us a solid. So they go to the pony farm. The pony farm. And they find Josh in the pony trailer yeah. where Billy once was. Yeah. And then uh, they chase the bad man out the into the woods. Stepdad, yeah. Yeah, and they get him. And then he's like, there is no other boy. There's just Josh. And then Doggett sees Billy behind him in the woods. Yeah. And then Billy disappears. And then he looks and that Billy's little skull is poking out yeah. of the leaves. So he's like, I'm here. Oh, it's me. Ha ha. I was haunted. Isn't that just like the unfinished business is you have to solve my crime? I think that's it. Or do you have to find my body? Well, I mean, the thing is like, if they hadn't found the body, they wouldn't have known. I guess so. I guess so. That he was dead. Yeah. Um, cause so- if it's just like you have to find my body, you could have done it a way easier way. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and then we cut to the next day and they've dug out the whole body and his parents are man- uh, upset yeah. and, uh, Scully's like, maybe it's not solvable. And Doggett's like, no, I solved it. Yeah, no, I fucking arrested a dude. Yeah, like, like don't worry about it. This person, here's the thing. The difference between Doggett and Mulder is if Mulder f- understands that this child is dead, the crime is over. <laughs> but Doggett's like, no, there is a crime because a child has died. Yeah. So that's refreshing. Yeah, I like that. Let's rate it this fucker. Okay. I rate on a spooky scale. One is, so is not spooky. Five is very spooky. I'm going to give this like a 3.5. That child, very spooky. He was very spooky, especially the Bowie knife moment. Yeah. Oh, that was, ooh, that was good. That was like a, that was like a Halloween movie. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I rate on a rage scale goes from one, which means a great episode genuinely, all the way to first person shooter, the worst episode we've watched to date. I'm going to give it a five. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. There were things I liked, things I didn't like. What, what was the, like, I don't think we talked about actually what we didn't like. What didn't you like about it? Um, just sort of the, like, X-Files-iness of, like, oh, we don't know why this happened. Like, we don't yeah. know why the boy came back. Well, to solve a murder. Yeah. But, do- you know, Doggett's on my side, so I feel a little better yeah. about it. He's like, I don't fuck, I don't care, it's a crime. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Five is a fine number. It sure is. Allison, I have a personal X-File, but First, uh-huh. I want to know a little bit more about the Major Cast Network. Oh, okay. Because I heard they're pretty spooky, they're too. They're pretty spooky. The yeah. Major Cast Network is a great podcast network um, made up of cool kids and us. <laughs> we, not cool. Who do some great podcasts, and um, here's one you might enjoy. Back in history class, did you ever take a step back from that textbook you were reading and just think to yourself, man... These people are very dumb. Hi, my name is Eric McAdams, and I have a podcast for you. It's called Big Time Whoopsies, and every other Wednesday on the Major Cast Network, I tell a guest, and you, the listener, a story from history involving massive incompetence. Big Time Whoopsies. People are dumb, and history can prove it. I likey. Yeah, and if you likey, uh, you can support us at patreon.com slash majorcasts. Even a dollar a month really helps us out. Okay, hit me with this personal X-File. 
Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. This is from the Dallas Observer. Why? Do not know. Uh, it is 10 songs that have hidden messages when played in reverse. Okay. So I like this because it takes like, it has a list and it actually has all, if you find this online, just Google songs backwards Dallas Observer uh, and you can play it, which is kind of cool. Oh, okay. Uh, for years, non-metal people have been accusing various metal bands of influencing their flock with hidden messages that could only be heard by playing the vinyl backwards. Overnight, this backmasking became a threat to national security, especially after Dan Rather played clips of hidden messages on the CBS Evening News in 1982. <laughs> Could you imagine? Okay, Dan It's like a fucking dateline. Like, yeah. Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd were also implicated in promoting satanic messages that can, quote, manipulate our behavior without our knowledge or consent and turn us into dis- disciples of the antichrist (laughs) hell yeah furious politician demanded that tg and y and woolworths the grandparents of walmart placed warning labels on the records Hmm. so here's a list of some of the most infamous backmasking messages for your not so virgin ears so like they they have the ones that we all know they have the led zeppelin they have the Beatles, yeah. Revolution Number Nine. They have Slayer, but there's some that like I didn't know about, okay. and I want to just highlight a couple. Yeah. Um. Okay. Sticks got into it. Really? Which I. It's weird to think of Sticks as a hard metal band, but Sticks on the uh, on the song Snowblind. If you play this song backwards for about 33 minutes, you'll finally understand the hidden message. Satan moves through our voices. <laughs> not real really sticks <laughs> the devil doesn't want you to sing come sail away <laughs> jesus um so Soundgarden had a okay, couple okay okay on 665 some enthusiasts uh claimed that when kiss chris cornell used i love you santa baby santa is my king as his hidden message he was simply parroting the other satanic bands who hid messages from his the dark lord in their lyrics that's fun joe dirt an elderly custodian who sometimes travels with the band claims that the rock star meant to say satan but he just pissed off the wrong sound mixer (laughs) first of all i want to know about joe dirt the elderly custodian who worked with soundgarden second of all i love that sound mixer (laughs) um uh let's see let's see let's see oh this one is was really interesting because i know pink floyd did a lot of these yeah. back, back masking uh in pink floyd's empty spaces you could hear the message congratulations you have just discovered the secret message please send your answer to old pink care of the funny farm clarifont when i heard this message i thought for sure i'd receive a prize for discovering the hidden message <laughs> i even sent a letter in care of the funny farm later a friend told me that roger waters was simply referring to sid barrett so i sent him a letter as well but never received a reply <laughs> okay um this one i'm gonna end on because it's a frank zappa song called hot poop oh boy okay. uh, originally mother people And uh, his message was, better look around before you say you don't care. Shut your fucking mouth about the length of my hair. (laughs) 
How would you survive if you were alive, shitty little person? Wow. After hearing these words as a teenager, I quit cutting my hair and stayed locked in my room for a month, questioning the meaning of the labyrinth that spirals around all those things. I never did find the answer, but I enjoyed smoking all of my best friend's weed trying to understand. That's awesome. Yeah, man. These are really, really good. <laughs> um, So we can't usually, like... We can't usually do the back masking unless you have a vinyl, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so maybe, hey, do you have a favorite? Email us. Yeah, if you have secret messages. Where do we where do they email us? Double X Files Podcast at, at gmail.com. That's double spelled out. D-O-U-B-L-E. We're also at the Instagram. Same thing, but not the podcast, right? Just double X Files? Yeah. Just double X Files on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah. And Twitter is where we're the most active, right? Yep. And remember, if you came during or because of this podcast, you owe us a five-star review. That's the case. That's the case. It'd be weird if you did it. This no wait we did talk about horses. That's true. We did get yeah. real horny about horses. Yeah. So so that's fine if you did. Don't no shame. Yeah. That's fine. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Allison, I'm ready for prediction. Okay, it's your turn to predict. I have a half point, you have a half yeah, point. Yeah, I didn't get anything from that last episode. Okay, let's uh, give it to me. So this is season eight, episode six, all one word. The title is Red Rum. Well, that's a... That's a Stephen King. Yeah. Well, I was going to guess a little boy, but... Did we just did a little just boy. just a little boy. And, like, that's, like, a good ghost thing to write backwards on a thing. Yeah. We just did a ghost. We just, so it's like, well, what? Well, Red Worm backwards is murder. Mm-hmm. So do I get a half point if there is a murder? Yes. Really? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Nice. Oh, we're really lowballing. Yeah, huh? we really are. <laughs> uh, can I also do, so maybe there's some reference to Stephen King mm-hmm. or to Jack in, um... The Shining. Oh, yeah. Like someone goes mad. Uh, no. Someone, there's a writer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and something spooky happens with him. Maybe, I feel like this was an episode before where he like writes a book and murders happen in the book, but they happen in real life. Was that already an episode? Yeah, that was Raul Bloodgood. Remember? Was it? The smoking man's nom de plume. Remember when he, when he killed Kennedy? Yeah, but I mean, he killed Kennedy. I mean, it's oh, a like he writes it and then it happens. It happens. I think that did that one did happen. Yeah, oh, fuck the X Files. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe it happens again. Okay, so there's a half point for a murder and a half point if someone's a writer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Allison, it's time for your Mr. Choco Bear. I'm so excited. Allison won our last season's points, and I owe them a Mr. Choco Bear, so we're gonna go get it right now. So stoked. Yes, ice cream for lunch. (laughs) Okay, until next time, the The truth truth is out out there. Somebody's watching me. (laughs) It's a little ghost boy. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.